And hello there, my name is David Summerfleck. I'm a digital marketing specialist with about 20 years experience working for different agencies. You're watching the Digital Marketing Solutions Podcast, or you could be listening to it. Today is 05-14-2020, and my very kind guest today is Mr. Scott Aaron. How are you today, sir? David, uh, doing very well and grateful to be here with you. I'm glad to have your time and, and your, your patience. Please give us some of your professional background and experience as it relates to digital marketing, and then we could get into your personal journey, how you got from point A to point B. Yeah, so I've been in online marketing now for about seven years. Uh, 2013, that journey began with, uh, began with network marketing. I was okay. making a, a pivot uh, from a traditional brick and mortar, which was a, a health club. I was a certified sports nutritionist, personal trainer and gym owner, and was looking to expand uh, my wellness business through the means of adding that extra stream of income through network marketing and started to leverage the digital marketing side, social media, email, webinar, uh, opt-ins, all of those things. And within four and a half years, created about $400,000 worth of income uh, just from that opportunity. But the uh, the big pivot came in 2015 when I started utilizing, leveraging, and monetizing LinkedIn to basically connect with more people and to have the law of numbers in my favor. Uh, I realized that the the best building tool and best building block to any successful business is the amount of connections that you can have and the amount of human connection that you can create and I wasn't finding that organically through Facebook and Instagram, but I yeah. was finding that on, on LinkedIn, being it a business platform. And I, I started having tremendous results. And uh, with the recommendation of a good friend of mine, Joe Alonzo, he recommended I put some structure around what I was doing because it was working. I was helping him and he was booking call after call. And he goes, you should be teaching this. So taking the advice of my friend, building structure, uh, is basically what I did my entire life and workout plans and diet plans. And I just did the same thing with the recipe for LinkedIn. And in February of 2016, launched my own uh, coaching and consulting uh, firm, teaching entrepreneurs, online marketers, uh, business owners, how to leverage LinkedIn organically without any costly sales tactics to create a better business and brand. Why LinkedIn as opposed to the other outlets that you mentioned, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest? I mean, obviously, I have an idea of what direction you're going to go in with the answer, but obviously, it's not just me talking. I want to hear your thoughts on that and, and, and why you decided to focus in on LinkedIn. And maybe do you use other outlets like Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest? Do you use them somewhat or to a lesser extent? I use every single social media platform uh, out there. I'm very omnipresent. So you can literally find me on on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, uh, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn, every, I'm everywhere. Why LinkedIn? Well, so Pinterest is a search engine. That's where people go. It, it, it's great for content creators to put their content out there because people go there to look for things and search for things, DIY for business, home, work, life, and such. 
Facebook is the barbecue of social media. That's where people go to hang out. I never heard that analogy. <laughs> That's where they go to congregate. That's where people go to talk shop. That's where they go to uh, share pictures of their dogs, their kids, their life, vacations, complain about the weather, the traffic, the government. That's that's what Facebook is. Very broad. Instagram is a reality TV show. That's where people go to get lost in other people's lives wishing it was theirs. Um, it's the most disingenuine uh, platform out there. I feel like people are pretending they are wealthy. They are pretending they are rich. They are giving the quote unquote image of success to try to sell their audience. So it, it wasn't speaking to me. I was always in a human connection. Right. But I, I, I fell upon a statistic that was going over the demographics and, and I'm a facts are friendly type person. And it, it stated that the average age and income of someone on Facebook and Instagram was 18 to 29 with a yearly income of $30,000 a year or less. But also Facebook only allotted you 5,000 friends. Uh, you could have a business page, but that just means that you have to invest at least three to $5,000 a month to see any traction whatsoever. I wasn't going to do that. Uh, but also Instagram has the highest rate percentage wise of fake accounts to real accounts on social media. And then I looked at LinkedIn, mm. average age, 30 to 55, that's where I fit in. Average income, 75 to $100,000 a year or more. And you're allowed 30,000 organic connections. And I remember reading something that Gary Vaynerchuk wrote, and he said, your net worth is always in direct correlation to your net worth. Right. So if you got a small network, you're going to have a small net worth. You build a large network, you can create and build a large network and vice versa. So yeah. that that was the the, the main reason why I, I chose LinkedIn because it was for networking. Yeah. And I, I think you're, you're right as far, I, I mean, obviously I agree with you as far as the differences between social platforms. I did have a uh, Instagram presence and I stopped doing it after about a month or two uh, because I felt like what you said, but I didn't put my finger on it and just say, this is a reality TV show and I don't want to be in that show. I can't compete. I don't want to compete with that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So how does LinkedIn fit into network marketing and how are those two really different or is it just terminology? Yeah, it, it fits into any marketing. So, you know, you can, you can take network out of it. it. You know, LinkedIn fits with marketing a business and the, the number one key to any business is your personal brand. And right now brands are getting swallowed. Yeah completely on Facebook and Instagram because it's so competitive. And, and again, uh, if you go back to the teachings of the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles, it was written in 1910. It was the first money mindset book ever written. He talks about instead of living in a world of competition and comparison, live in a world of creation and collaboration. And I wasn't finding anyone willing to really connect and collaborate on Facebook and Instagram. Everybody had this social ego that was so big they couldn't fit through the doorway. Yeah. And then when I went on to LinkedIn and started messaging people, they, they were open to talking. They were open to connecting. And I'm like, this is where I need to spend my time. And you have to understand, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, 
It's not social networking. It's not social media. It's social entertainment. People spend time on those platforms to entertain or to be entertained. Now, LinkedIn is different. LinkedIn is a search engine. When Microsoft bought them out five years ago, they embedded SEO on everyone's profile. So if you keyword optimize your profile the right way, and there's a dashboard that everyone now has on their profile on LinkedIn, and it specifically shows you, here's how many searches you appeared in this week. Mm -hmm. Here's how many profile visits you are having. If those numbers are substantially low, your profile isn't optimized. I have a free uh, profile download on my, my website, scottaaron.net, that I give six tips of how to increase that organically. It's not difficult. You just have to have the right keywords. But the other thing is I have a call booked tomorrow with someone mm -hmm. that found me through Google, through LinkedIn. So basically he went on to Google mm -hmm. and he typed in LinkedIn marketing for, uh, you know, marketing yourself on LinkedIn. I was the first one to come up on, on Google because what people don't understand is when Microsoft bought them out, they embedded that SEO that's going to talk to Google. It's going to mm -hmm. talk to Yahoo. It's going to talk to Bing. So my website actually didn't come up first. My LinkedIn profile came up first. So when you can understand that LinkedIn is a search engine, it's a business network. It's not social entertainment. It's social education and social information. That's why people are on those platforms. So when you say optimizing the SEO on LinkedIn, what you mean specifically with that one point is, for example, my own LinkedIn profile, or if I were to look up yours, after your name, you could type in, I help businesses do blah, blah, blah. That doesn't really help you. What you're saying no, is too many words. It's, it would be, you know, for you, digital marketing, digital marketer, online marketer, right. certified. So it just like are, a website, they're flurried all throughout your profile. So if someone is searching digital marketer and you have yours optimized the right way, guess who's going to appear on the first search page? You, right? Same thing. So you're you're basically you're applying the principles of basic website SEO to your LinkedIn profile um, job description, basically, yeah. so that people find you specifically for that job description. But let me ask you, if we take that a step further, okay, so let's say I'm a digital marketing expert. Um, you know, I still have plenty of competition on LinkedIn, even though I've been doing it for 20, 30 years now since the internet began, but there's still massive competition for that in LinkedIn. So How do I set myself apart. Right now I have some ideas, mm -hmm. but I want to hear from you. What do you think? There's two things that you can do to set yourself apart. Uh, actually three. Uh, number one, build an audience organically that is going to organically engage with you. So defining David's ideal client, customer, consumer. And I know mine because if you build a network that is the mirror image of you from that client acquisition standpoint, 
mm-hmm. and, and you put out good content, they're going to engage with you. That's how you can set yourself apart because then you become the thought leader that you already are. Like you, you previously stated, you with that 20 to 30 years of experience, that plays to your advantage. So there's an area on your profile that's called uh, personal recommendations. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the Better Business Bureau of LinkedIn where people can go and they can share their positive experience from working with David. So I've been very consistent since I launched my coaching practice in 2016 uh, of asking people that I've worked with, uh, collaborated with to write me a recommendation. And since I've done that, I've gathered close to 450 written recommendations. It's more than anybody else on LinkedIn. Now, so just, and the reason why, I want my clients to speak of my work and sell for me without me having to sell. So you let your clients, you let your colleagues, your coworkers, um, your confidants share how good you are at what you do. That's the second thing. But the third part is actually speaking to your audience, creating content that does two things. Number one, informs your audience about something they maybe didn't know about digital marketing but you're not selling them, you're informing them. Right. Second is educating them. Maybe something new, something a new trend in digital marketing that maybe you know or know of more than someone else that just took you know, a digital marketing course and got a certification. I'm an online digital marketer now, so I'm gonna sell you thousands of dollars worth of products, this, that, or the other. And, and I know you've been there. It's now, just the way you say it that makes me laugh. So for anyone listening, I'm getting a little chuckle just because the way you're moving your head around. I understand what you're saying. And I understand the body language where there's so many magical guru guys who say that they're experts. They're but, but yeah, when it comes to actually doing the work in a workmanlike way, they don't do that. It's more about how can I make a million dollars overnight and misrepresent things, which is very unfortunate. You know what the best certification that someone can have? Experience. Yeah. So I have 23 years of experience in sales and coaching. Uh, You know, you know, you you see these people, I show you how to go from zero to eight figures in 12 months. That's bullshit. That's impossible. Sorry, it's not going to happen. No, it, it doesn't work that way. So when you educate your audience as well, educating them now, but the big thing I tell people is don't, don't inform and educate your audience on things that you want to talk about. Educate and inform your audience of what they actually want to hear. So if you've built a network of people that are really interested in online and digital marketing, what do those people really, really need to hear? What are the tips or the tangible takeaways that are really going to help them that are going to bring them closer to you instead of pushing them further away. Right. What I always say is I don't really want to talk about tools. I want to talk about problems so that the better we can understand the problem, then we can diagnose what tools I need to use to solve the problem. And most small business owners will say, well, I just need more phone calls, but it's not as simple as that. If you have a, a gym, you need more, so you need more memberships, you know, with your online business or the online aspect of your business, it may be more subscribers, it may be to sell more course subscriptions, it may be to sell more downloads. 
but it can't just be, I need to make more money. That's too yeah. broad. We can't zero in on that. So let me ask you, when you talked about testimonials, how much is too much? Uh, for example, the 400 testimonials, am I better off just having 10 really good focused ones? Is there, goal, uh, is there a point? Is, my goal is a thousand. Okay. I, I want to, I want to be the undisputed champion. I, I don't, I, I want to do whatever I can to separate myself from mediocre. Okay. I don't want to be good. I want to be great. I but, don't, I, I want to leave. So it's called blocking all doors and windows. And you know, that's why I have patents on my programs. They're copyrighted, they're trademarked, they're licensed. And it, it's, it's why I have the accolades that I do. It, it's not because of who I am. It's, it's, the problem that I was able to solve, as you said, mm -hmm. when when you create something where there's a growing demand and need because a lot of people are having that same problem and you've developed a solution for it, you're going to get very successful. And it, it only that is my way of letting people know of the impact and the legacy that I'm leaving behind right now. Because in, in the saturated digital world that we live in, David, mm -hmm. We need to do whatever we can to separate ourselves from everyone else. I, I want to stay in my own lane. I want to carve my own path, and I'm going to do whatever I can to make myself stand out and stand apart from everyone else. Well, I can definitely see that you do through your personality. I mean, I, if you had more video content, or at least you may have it, I need to find you on LinkedIn and connect after this. Because yeah, I do about three three videos a week usually. Yeah, I think your personality is your big selling point. Thank you. Um, you know, because I, I can, you're basically like me, but cranked up to about 15. I, you know, we're with more caffeine to the point where I'd probably have a heart attack. Let's talk about the depth of connection. Yeah. Because to me, at my age where I'm at, which is probably retired, but I still love the work, but I pick and choose who, who I work with and when. Socially, emotionally, the need to form meaningful connections with others beyond the superficial beyond i want you to hire me i want to work do this work i love with you where do social media outlets such as linkedin begin and where do they end in terms of really connecting with some depth and some substance and really talking about what matters how far can something like that take you what should we not look to linkedin or social media in general for if that makes sense well i think that there is a uh, a positive from every social media platform that's out there. And I think there's people that that use social media for different reasons, you know, and people are going to be drawn to uh, people in, in whatever way, shape or form that is. But for me, what, what I know, the as human beings, physiologically, we are built around uh, connection, we are built around uh, building communities, and uh, forming relationships with people. That's why, I mean, we're monogamous creatures. Most of us are monogamous creatures, you know, we, but we also love family. We, we, you know, holidays, like we get, like that's some of the best of times. Right. Business is the same thing. You, you want to, you know, you, you, the way that you do one thing is the way that you do everything. And when, when you're able to form those true, genuine, meaningful relationships, your business will skyrocket. Absolutely. Now, go ahead. 
No, I was, I was agreeing with you. And it does seem like in order to develop the type of relationship where the customer or client can say, I'm willing to give you my money in order to invest for returns, you have to have at least two or three interactions over some duration of time. Would you agree with that? And can we get that efficiently through LinkedIn? Well, I will, I agree, but depending upon the person's tactic, that number could be lowered to the first interaction. I, I sometimes get hired after one interaction with someone. Um, and what that type, could be. What type well, that of could, interaction would that be? Well, that, that phone call or zoom, and, okay. and that could be, you know, there, there could have been some maybe, um, social interaction where they've been following me on social media. They, they read some of my posts, but I, I've absolutely, uh, first touch, first conversation, first communication have gotten hired by someone. But but here's why. I I start the conversation, and this is a great sales tool and tip for someone that's listening and watching this. I ask one of the most important questions you can ask when you first talk to someone that you don't know. I say, you know, great to connect with you. What specifically is your business needing most that I could help you with? Now, why is that question so important? And you'll get on the phone with people and they'll want you, they'll want you to tell you about your business and what you do. I don't do that because I don't know what my business can do for that person right. until I actually hear how I can help them. So I tee it up. You know, what, what's your biggest need right now? What are you struggling most with in your business? And you know what? They show their hand. They tell me all about what they're struggling with. Now they've given me the opportunity to listen, which also was one of the most important things in communication, actually hearing what someone is saying, because then I can cue back in and anchor what they said and repeat what they've said and work it into how my business can help them, which also builds the no like, and trust factor immediately, even if that's the first interaction with someone. Why are we doing this? Exactly. Yeah. But the but back to what you said about social media, here's the thing. You can't comparing LinkedIn to other social media platforms is like comparing apples to bowling balls. You can't. It's a whole other league. It's a whole other it's like literally the major leagues. Okay. How would you say your personal branding would differ? from the branding for a business in your eyes. Because if we take the example of the gym or the trainer, how would your personal branding differ? Or are you the brand? You just answered that own question. You are the brand. You know, the, the, you, you have your business and what your business and service provides, but you're the brand. You are what brings and breeds life into that business. And so what, what people are looking for right now, they're looking for thought leaders. They're looking for people that are willing to give without expecting anything back in return. And that's the best way to show up on LinkedIn to give, give, and give, because you will get back in return more than you can ever imagine if you stay consistent with it. 
Okay. So I think you just answered my next question, which is uh, basically I was going to ask you about authentically using social media outlets. So you took that one away from me. So let's go on to the next one. How? Let's, let's go back to that real quick because here's the big okay. thing. I talk about automation all the time. There, there are some things, David, that you should absolutely automate, but you can't automate human connection. Right. You can't. It's, 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 it's impossible. So with LinkedIn, the more organically you can use it, the more organically, genuinely, authentically you show up every single day on that platform, the better results you're going to see. It's, it, and, and I'm telling you, it's, it's, in this day and age, you and I both know it. We've seen the advent of the internet explode over the last two decades. Yep. You can't tell what's real or fake anymore. You can't because there's all these tactics of how people can give themselves the look of success. You know, they take pictures in front of cars they don't own, houses they don't live in, holding cash that's not even theirs. So yeah. I, I feel bad for the buyers out there right now because some of them are getting robbed blind. They're paying all this money for things and they're not getting the goods delivered. Yeah, I actually got an email earlier today from someone and I wouldn't say it's a potential client because for me personally, we have to have two or three conversations before I take the person uh, seriously as a potential client. There's too much we need to figure out. It's a social dance for me. And the person's email basically iterated what you just said, basically complaining, how do I know that you are who you say you are? And, and my response, my email back was basically, look, you want to look for testimonials from real verifiable sources. You want to see is this person online in such a way that they say they are. Perform a little bit of due diligence and see if that matches up. And if you still have doubts, schedule a video consultation like what we're doing now or exchange just a few emails and see, does that person get back to you to address your concerns and talk about them? And anybody who legitimately wants to do a good job for you is going to ask you, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this now as opposed to before? What happens if we do nothing? That's always the easiest thing to do, isn't it? Just do nothing. Do nothing. Why not just do that? I could find plenty of good stuff on the idiot box. So, but those, that was basically my response to the person was look for these things. And I think that's how you can differentiate what I call the hobbyists or the entrepreneurs from the people who are doing it as their bread and butter. I wouldn't want to go to a personal trainer who had a bigger belly than mine. I always tell people, just Google me, Google me. Yeah. Just, just type in Scott Aaron LinkedIn and you can, you, you can read 71 reviews of my book. You can read 45 reviews of my podcast, 400 reviews on my LinkedIn profile. It's all out there. It's all out there for you to read. So right. if you don't believe I'm real, go follow me on every single platform that I'm on. What got you to see the, the things, the way that you do through, I'm trying to think of how to rephrase this. How would you articulate the value of LinkedIn to a small business owner who needs to increase sales, but may be unfamiliar with the ins and outs of using LinkedIn? Not just LinkedIn for social media, but also as an advertising uh, outlet through LinkedIn ads. 
which are more expensive probably than Facebook and Twitter and, yeah, you, and Pinterest. Thing you should never, ever, ever spend one penny on, which is LinkedIn ads. It's got the worst CPC out of every single platform. Don't just flush that one down the toilet. Don't even think about it. The, the organic platform is more than enough. You, you don't need to pay for, you know, it's got LinkedIn has the highest uh, organic reach and visibility right now on all social media. So you don't need to pay for it. Do you, are there, let's say you're a digital marketing guy like me and you're a webhead and you want to post often to LinkedIn, you want to post videos, content, uh, respond in forums. The forums seem to be very similar to Facebook in terms of discourse, mostly advertisements. You're talking about the, the, uh, the LinkedIn groups. Right. Yes. Thank you. What can we do to find groups on LinkedIn where the people aren't just posting ads for themselves endlessly? Create your own. Okay. Create your own group. <laughs> if, if you don't like what's going on in the groups that you're in, create your own. But create then, own but Scott, then I have to wait for people to come to that though, don't you I? Can, you can invite specific people to that group. And if you, again, if you use the right keywords in the title of your group, and someone is searching for digital marketing groups, guess who's gonna come up? Yours. Which form of communication on LinkedIn do you think is most effective that statistically people are going to resonate with emotionally? Because obviously people make decisions based on emotion, not intellect for the most case. Yep. Well, there's two, there's a push and there's a pull. Uh, the push uh, is through messaging. And that is when you make a new connection, you send them a nice warm message and it's not selling, it's not pitching. Uh, I have a three-step process called the, the magic formula. Step one is if you're going to reach out to someone, you don't send them an 18 paragraph long drunk log message trying to sell them on something. You send them literally five sentences. Step one, mention the person's name, you know, Hey Dave, great to be connected to you. Step two, uh, connect, create the connecting point between you and that person. I noticed that you had a business podcast, as do I. Would love to hear more about it. Share more about what I'm doing to see how we can best support each other here on LinkedIn. Why does it seem so many people screw that step up? Because as human beings, if it's too easy, we normally want and naturally want to make things difficult. I know you've had it happen. And I certainly have had it happen more times than I care to even remember. I mean, I've had so many people connect with me on LinkedIn and they look like interesting people that I'd like to connect with. And that's what I connect for on the basis of that. You look like an interesting person or we have a similar background. I admire what you do. Yeah. Invariably, I will get some annoying comments that have nothing to do with what I'm doing. And they're very obviously insincere comments. Or what's even worse, are cute little videos. I got one from someone I forget if he was an accountant or a lawyer, I certainly don't want to call anybody out. But I remember connecting with somebody on LinkedIn, because I thought their background looked interesting. I get the most annoying video of someone going like this. Hi, I just want to tell you about my incredible business and how I can help you. And I'm thinking, 
that's not what I wanted. I just wanted to connect with you because your background looked interesting. Do I unfriend you? What do I just delete it? Oh, I do. So I'll, I'll share a story with you. So okay. This guy, um, about three months ago, sent me a connection request. And when you send a connection request on LinkedIn, you can either just send it or you can quote unquote add a note. Uh, and LinkedIn tells you right. this increases the chance that someone's going to accept. But between you and me, Dave, that's bullshit. I never do it. <laughs> there, was a, there was a third party that did a study. They sent thousands of connections with a note and without a note. And the acceptance rate was about the same. So yeah. don't add an, any extra steps. So this guy went as far as to say, Scott, wanted to connect with you, not trying to sell you anything, just wanted to connect. So I said, what the hell? I'll accept your connection. So I did. Two days later, guess what happened? A creepy video. No, uh, a 17 paragraph long sales pitch of how I should hire him. And I bet so you I, didn't. <laughs> and I, I why? I, I didn't. And I removed his connection because right. that's not someone that I want to network with. But that's the mistake. So, you know, going back to the second part of the magic formula, I did two important things there. Number one, I bridged the gap between why David and I should talk. Right. We both have business podcasts, but also I used one of the most important words in the English language, support. It's been physiolo physiologically proven that when someone just reads the word support, it triggers a chemical release of oxytocin from your brain, which is the feel-good hormone that your body produces, mm -hmm. just like dopamine or endorphins or cortisol. Um so when someone reads the word support, they're automatically put at ease with this person. And then the third part is a call to action. Questions lead to answers. You have to ASK to GET. Mm -hmm. So I would just say, you know, David, when do you have time to talk? So state their name, reason for reaching out, anytime for a conversation. And people like, you know, going back to your question, people just overcomplicate the process. And you have to, it's the big thing you have to earn the right to sell someone. You have to earn the right and you earn that right by taking some time out of your day to hop on a call and learn about each other. And on and between you and me, I don't care if you're quote unquote too busy, don't bother connecting with me. And it's so funny. I had some, I'll, I'll, I'll read you this, this interaction. I had someone send me, send me a connection request the other day. And he sent me a connection request and he attached a note to it. Mm. And I was like, okay. So <laughs> he sent me a note with the connection. Scott was looking to connect with your, with professionals in your space and your profile came up open to connect here. And I accepted. I said, absolutely. Hi, my friend, and great to be connected to you. Would love to set up a time to talk further about how we can best support one another here on LinkedIn anytime next week for a call. Okay. His response, his response, Scott, I'd be happy to book a call using your link. Just to clarify, what would you like to talk about? Do you want to talk about a book or something else? And then I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, what, what you, you connected with me. So then I came back over the top. <laughs> it I got wrote, muddled somewhere, didn't it? I wrote, <sighs> I wrote back to him. I said, I, I said, Hey, so-and-so I thought you sent me a connection request with a note to connect further 
of how we can support support one another. That's what LinkedIn is all about, right? Crickets. It just goes to show you that you want to know why people aren't succeeding right now in business. They don't know how to be a human being. And maybe their personalities or lack thereof are coming through. You got it. You know, and I think that goes to branding in some sense as far as trying to find your authentic self. You know, I've done videos for I don't know how long. I've written blog posts since the 90s, and they could come across as being almost like I'm going into teacher mode. I go into teacher mode quite a lot, and it's not always fun. And this morning, I was just listening to my Pandora channel. And I was waiting for a guy to come on a call. It wasn't you, it was someone earlier. And I thought, I'm just going to listen to my Pandora channel, enjoy my music that I like, and just do some work online while I'm waiting. If this guy doesn't come on in a few minutes, who cares? I'm just going to groove to my own music. And you know what? I'm going to knock out a few quick videos because I'm not the most photogenic guy in the world. You got to roll with the hand that you've been dealt. So I'm going to do a couple of quick videos while I'm waiting for this cat to come on, right? I actually found myself laughing while I'm doing a video about SEO. Why am I laughing about SEO? Because I'm just having fun listening to my old R&B music while I'm doing a, a video that it's like, I already know all of this. I might as well just have some fun. And it starts to come out a little bit. And I thought, you know what? I need to do that more often. And those people who like it will watch it because they want to get a part of my energy, which is why people watch Guy Fieri. It's not for the healthy food. Okay. And, you know, if I were to hire you to coach me, I would hire you because of your personality and knowing me, I would probably just try to get under your skin or something just because of your high, your energy level. So let me just ask you one more parting thought, which is a little bit serious, but I, I, I want to take you there because I do want to hear what you have to say. If I look at the news, it's damn depressing. How can the typical business owner entrepreneur out there keep their head above water, but also utilize marketing and acknowledge what's going on at the same time? So I always recommend to follow the teachings of the science of getting rich again, which is to seek collaboration and creation right now. You want to talk about a moment in time? You want to talk about an aha moment? You want to talk about, you know, the right opportunity that's right in front of your face? It's right now. This is the make it or break it time for a lot of entrepreneurs. The amateurs are going to fade into the sunset and the professionals are going to ride off into the sunset. So I was doing a training earlier today and it was about 16 entrepreneurs and a lot of them were feeling down on their luck. And I said, I don't give a shit what's happening with the pandemic. You have to go create your own economy. Don't fall to the mercy of what's going on. You are the most valuable asset to your business. Let people know that. This is, this is the time right now, David, where we're all given this opportunity 
to connect with people because you know why? Everyone's home. Yeah. So people have never been more available than ever before right now. They've never been on social media more than ever right now. Take advantage of what's in front of us. Turn your excuses into reasons. Because we don't know how long this is going to be. I don't care what projections say or theorists say. I know the facts. I know factually that it takes 18 to 24 months to come up with a vaccine. That is <laughs> Well, of course. That's a fact. Yeah. Like you could you could Google that and it'll come up. I'm pre personally, I'm preparing for a year of this. I'm preparing for a year of this lockdown. And you know what? Doesn't scare me at all. Because I know that I will be able to find a way to continue to prosper. You've found ways or methodologies to adapt to changing circumstances. And we're not just talking about social media, in other words. Life. Do you know yeah. human beings are the only creatures in the world that can actually become something different? If you look at the life cycle of animals, gorillas, same life cycles. Butterflies, same life cycles. Bumblebees, same life cycles. But human beings, we are special. We can, we can become athletes. We can become astronauts. We can become teachers, speakers. We're the only species that can learn something new and become something different at any given time. And David, the big problem is people don't realize how magical they are. They think this is some mumbo jumbo. No, it's facts. You want to become something? Go become that. Because we're the only people that can actually think something and make it our reality. Right. It's, it's unbelievable what we are capable of if we believe in ourselves. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. So cheers to that. Scott, I had a blast talking to you. How can people reach out to you online and give yourself a plug? What would they want to reach out specifically to you for? Yeah, if, if anyone is looking to learn uh, the power and potential of LinkedIn to build their business and their brand and uh, over time, their bank account, just like a 401k, then that is something that I am very passionate about teaching entrepreneurs, business owners, people with sales backgrounds, marketers. And you can just go to www.scottaaron.net. Uh, you can download a free infograph. You can book a call. My podcast is on there. Uh, or you can find me on social media. Uh, I provide content every single day across all major platforms. On Facebook and LinkedIn, you can find me under Scott Aaron. That's two T's and two A's. Uh, and then on Instagram, my handle is at Scott Aaron LinkedIn. Okay. Well, listen, thank you again for your time. Um, I want to encourage everybody to stay safe out there. If you're watching this or listening, thank you for watching or listening. The Digital Marketing Solutions Podcast. If you're watching this video and it helped you, 
please give it a thumbs up subscribe i need all the help i can get and for digital marketing in general visit me online at dms.blue it's my initials it's what i do and it's my favorite doggone color so scott thank you again and um hang around with me for a minute if you don't mind and i'm gonna go ahead and stop